Welcome to the Girls in Suits, and I'm your host, Anita Rinze, and... I'm Laura Kalia. Hey, guys. <laughs> Did you guys miss us? Uh, so, last week was uh, Black Friday, actually. Yes. And Monday was Cyber Monday. Did you did you get anything? I didn't get anything. I did go on, but, like, I'm not a big shopper of clothes, and um, there wasn't really anything else that I particularly wanted. Oh, I, I tried. I tried buying something. It was, it was 50 euros. And it, oh my god, I'm so upset even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was 50 euros, so I was like, okay, let me, it's cheaper than you know, it normally is. Now it's like around 100 usually. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you guys what I was buying, but <laughs> so it was 50 euros. So I was gonna buy two of it. I was like, that's about 100 euros. So when it was now time for me to ship, each item was 30 euros to ship. What? The so, shipping was 30 euros. And the weird thing is that they, they ship per kg. Not like you can say, okay, I want to buy it because you know it's it's different vendors and all that crap. Yeah. Because if you went to another website or something and you, you're buying a certain amount, they let you have lower shipping price, you know? Yeah. So you were, wait, they said 30 euros per package. Per package. Oh my God, that's So expensive. it was like 60 euros for me to ship was basically half the price of the thing. And that's from buying. the UK to Ireland. I know. <laughs> oh my God. It's like 50 minutes by air to go to, to the UK. I mean... To be honest, like it was, it was so ridiculous. I was so upset. I was like, "What's the point of me buying this?" You, you can know? buy a whole other product. Exactly. For euros. I, I, I just hate shopping so much, and I just tried. I sat down and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try and shop online for the first time and just get this thing out of the way." And I hated it even worse. And I started talking to the customer service person, and she was being so patient and being so kind and sweet to me, and telling me like cheaper ways for me to. Uh, she was telling Aww. me, yeah, but I was being so like ununderstand. Like she was trying to explain it to me, and I was being like a mother who doesn't understand how to use a phone. <laughs> to be honest, sometimes you like take your anger out on customer service when you shouldn't take your anger out I on know. customer service. I know, but I realized that, and I, I kept apologizing, and I was like, "Oh my god, please!" Because she, I know, I realized. Oh, see, she's a human being just like I am, and yeah. that was my job, and I was doing this to her. I was trying to be super patient, and and that's why I just said, "You know what? I give up on buying this product. Just buy. I'm gonna go now." You know. <laughs> Did you, you say you didn't buy anything? No. I'm not like one of those people because like a lot of people are like, I have to buy something because it's Black Friday and things are cheap. But there really wasn't anything I particularly wanted. There's so, there's nothing no. that I don't... The weirdest thing is that according to statistics, people don't actually buy as much on Black Friday as they do on the 24th of December. Because the amount of late shoppers are yeah. way more than people who... Um, what's it called? People panicking because they haven't bought You know, because Christmas on Black Friday, people have work, you know. Yeah. It's usually people who maybe, I don't know, who have well, shipped. Like, Amazon is till midnight. Yeah. So you could go until midnight. There was not really that crazy. No, there really wasn't anything that, like, really good. I went on Amazon purposely because I wanted to see if there were any offers. Anything. There wasn't really anything yeah. that... Yeah. Yeah. My thing, my thing just went down by, like, 15 euros, which was a significant amount, but yeah. If you if you put the 30 euros <laughs> thing onto it, then I it's mean, not. that means I would have been buying it for the same price. No, yeah, it's the exact same it. price. Like, it was, I was just like, no, this just... No, not even. I'm buying th more because 15, 15, 15, 15, that's 60. For for one bloody... I was so upset. Anyways. Oh. Uh, right on to the topics that we have for the week. So first of all, we're going to talk about the news and what's going on in pop culture. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about the best songs of the decades from the 70s upwards to the 2010s. And then we have a special guest... Um, NC Gray's in the building. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and then we're going to introduce her around the time we're doing the songs. So straight on to the news. Laura? So our first news, news story for today is Kanye West and his breakdown. So he allegedly has been checked into UCLA Medical Center on November 21st. What's UCLA? It's Cal California or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's a medical uh, center in California. Oh, okay. Um... See, I don't, I don't know about this Kanye thing. I feel like since the first time he brought Jesus, I, I feel like he had an issue already because if he was making 
if he claimed to be a Christian and he was making remarks and saying that he was Jesus or something and he was a god and they should worship him, that was the signs already of something being wrong. Yeah. And even from when he took the the what's it called from Taylor Swift, I I felt like something was wrong the already. The VMA. The VMA thing, yeah. When he came up and snatched, because I don't feel like someone a grown ass adult should go ahead and do something that silly, you know. And I've always felt like there was actually something wrong. I think this is just a tiny bit more serious because, I mean, he was carted away in an ambulance and they did have to strap him down. Okay. To keep okay. him calm. But in all fairness, I don't blame him, though, because it was after his mom died that he started showing signs of doing some things and just, you know, spiraling out of control, you know? So yeah. um, I hope he gets better. Yeah. And, I, and everybody once in a while goes down and you need help, so... It's good that he's getting help. He's the second celebrity in the last two months. Selena Gomez went into rehab as well, like only like a month ago. Yeah? Yeah. No, but the thing the thing about... <laughs> see, let me tell you something. If Obama came out today and said he had a sexual... If he had a... If he had something bad happen to him or whatever. Uh-huh. If he did something bad, nobody would make a big... At first, someone would find an excuse and say, oh, he's Obama. Something happened for him to have done that. Uh-huh. But if it was Donald Trump who came out with sexual accusations, everyone would be like, what the hell? Of course it's Donald Trump. He's able to do something like that, and everybody's going to keep insulting him and crap. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I get you. But th- just as exactly the same thing. If someone like Beyonce or someone who's very controversial like Kanye West came out and did something stupid... People will find excuses for because she's Beyonce and because she's had a good. Yeah, oh yes, I know good, exactly what you, you mean. Know? So exa- exactly, so people aren't people aren't going to make a bigger deal of it because everybody thinks he's crazy normally. <laughs> Sorry if I'm being blunt, but everybody thinks he's crazy normally, and then yeah. So, but I'm I'm happy that he's finally you know getting help. Um, so 700 new jobs have come into Dublin. Yes. So if you're jobless or you're looking for, <laughs> you're looking for work, can't stop. I'm then. gonna be jobless really soon. I hope I'm not gonna be jobless anyways. Um, so 700 new jobs have been announced for Dublin. Customer solutions company VoxPro has 400 new positions. Um, a pharmaceutical company called Muldart. Say that please. Muldart. Muldart facility is hiring Mulder. 100 people. Is hiring 100 people, and then we have LinkedIn is hiring 200 people. I would like to work with LinkedIn, you know. I don't know. I don't know the jobs though, because it wasn't. Any, they weren't very specific on like the jobs that they were hiring. They just but I'm they sure were gonna hire if like if there were this, there's a high amount. There's mm-hmm. going to be obviously jobs from different um, spheres and like yeah, probably to, call centers you know, to PR, you know, to, to media, things. to P, you know, crazy things, and a lot, a lot of tech. I think, I think the. The thing that's guaranteed for you to get a job now is just to go and study something that has to do with tech in college. Like, so you're, we're you're in gonna the wrong, get a job. We're and in the wrong programs. <laughs> and accountants saying. too, because they would always need accountants. Except they're gonna doing start making machines that are going to, you know, <laughs> get that sorted. Um, okay, our next topic is the Colombian plane crash. So a charter plane carrying the first division Brazilian soccer team to a historic game crashed in northwestern Colombia on Monday night, killing like 76 people out of the 81. Authorities says six people were initially injured and one of them died when they were taken to the hospital. I don't like hearing about plane crashes, like I was just saying. It's, just, it's, really, it's really sad. I don't yeah. like hearing anything about people dying and stuff like that. And apparently they were, very, um, they were getting to a higher level in their country and it was a historical march, match, match. Uh, apparently. Um, May their souls rest in peace. And you were saying something about they're going to check the plane and see. 
there has been no I mean it's only been like what 12 hours there hasn't been any initial investigation but I'm assuming there'll be an initial investigation they'll be able to tell us why the plane crashed because nobody knows until now and hopefully it can be avoided for next time so we don't lose people because even if it's one person who died it's still a soul and it's really sad you know um so our next topic is the American election, and we're going to talk about how Jill Stein is raising millions of dollars for recounts in three states. So Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, they're all big swinging states, so mm-hmm. if one of them were to fall into Hillary's jurisdiction, it yeah. could change the election. I think, like something we said about the, uh, uh, the, other, the electoral college. So the idea behind the electoral college is that they vote according to how many, yeah. to, what, to people, what people win, the people that win in that state. So they're going to do a recount again because Hillary has won by two million votes. Popular votes. Popular two million popular votes. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do a recount again in those specific winning states and they find out that something happened or something. Well, I mean, you know. this is hardly a surprise. This isn't the first time. I mean, there was a the whole big thing with Bush and Al Gore, but there only there wasn't anyone fighting for Al Gore back then. Yeah, yeah. Because there's all these problems. There's loads of articles and um, papers that have come out saying that there was actually problems with ballots mm-hmm. when Al Gore was. Well, you yeah, because people were saying that that he, he must have rigged the election. A lot of propaganda was coming up around that time that he must have rigged the election or something like that. And I'm really happy that someone like Jill Stein is coming out and she's not, she didn't win, but she knows she's not going to win, but she went ahead and she's like, no, you yes. know, I'm going to fight for her and all that. Hillary Clinton is chilling. Like, she's she's skiing and she doing hasn't all that. Like, she hasn't reported, she hasn't, she hasn't spoken out in about public. It. She's just, she's just Trump's her life. team has called the Hillary campaign a bunch of crybabies and sore losers. <sighs> About the election that they can't turn around, and Trump has basically said that nothing will change this election. I feel like if it was Trump who won, mm-hmm. if if it was the one if he was the one who lost and won by the popular vote, yeah, I feel like all those racist and by God's pe- by God people. I'm not saying everyone who voted for Trump is a racist and a by God, but most of them are. Most of them who voted for him, who are racist and by Gods, would have gone around this and started the the hate crime will increase. No, it's more not than the this, whole you know? thing. He specifically and said that if he didn't win, he was going to try. Yeah. And yeah, and so we live in a world now where people are motivated by Twitter to go and be crazy. It's very strange. Um, <laughs> so we're going to we're going to take a break now. But before we we we're going to play a song. What's the name of the song? Make me cry by Noah Cyrus Feet Labyrinth. Yeah, um, Noah Cyrus. I'm going to introduce her as Miley Cyrus's sister. That's the most. That's the most basic that's way that everybody. I know, is but that's like, like she is. I think that's like a really disrespectful way to like uh, yeah. introduce her because it's kind of <laughs> like this is about her and her music, and, and not I about, really yeah. hate how in all the comments on the YouTube section of her video, it's all oh she's Miley's sister, she sounds exactly like Miley, she looks just like Miley, like she wrote this song and she deserves mm-hmm, all the credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's as she, an I individual think that she's artist, such a talented musician. I'm not. I don't want to say her music is better than Miley, but maybe. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and she, she chose someone that's very talented as well, Labyrinth. To, I love Labyrinth. Yeah, Labyrinth is, is an amazing artist as well. She chose someone who's that amazing to come and collaborate. The song is beautiful. Anyway, so you guys should have a listen. I never needed you like I do right now. I never needed you like I do right now. I never hated you Hi guys, so welcome back to the Girls in Seuss and once again I'm your host Anita Rinze and I'm Laura Kalea. Hey guys. So we have NC Gray in the building. Woop woop. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi girl. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? It's a cold day, isn't it? It is. 
She came in and I was like, are you going <laughs> to sing for us? And she's like, I'm not singing. I'm freezing. Yeah. Like, um, So how, how's your day going, though? Um, my day's been great. I think I've come to the realization that I was designed for a hot country. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just not working out. It's, no, it's not working. So I'm, like, Googling, like, jobs in, like, hot countries. And, no, seriously. Like, I, I, listen, listen. Are you serious? This cold is not okay. No, I'm, I'm not serious. Serious, but I mean, listen. If if a job did come up in a hot country, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. I know what you mean. I live in a hot country as well. It's hard adjusting. Yeah, it is hard adjusting. Laura lives in Malta, in case you guys are wondering. Oh, nice. Um, I live in a hot country as well. I live in Nigeria. And I'm tired of it. Um, <laughs> I actually when when I went back home, my burns literally like I just became so darker than I already. I am. actually yeah, I was in Nigeria in April. Yeah, and I think there's there's a lot of misconception around you know oh black don't crack so we don't need sunscreen. You could see the map of my top on oh, like literally wow. it was I was that badly sunburned. Yeah, because you've left and you're not used to it exactly. anymore. Exactly, my skin was so not it's, used. It's to hard it. that your skin it's hard for your skin to readjust to mm-hmm. the weather. Um, so we're gonna go straight into our favorite, our top six songs. Not top, but just our best songs of the decade. Do you have any any song from any decade you think <coughs> you would? Um, I think this is the the nineteen. I don't know what year this is, but Tony Braxton, "Unbreak My Heart" is oh. like the jam. The jam. That was like the song for every <laughs> black mother when she was yes. cleaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny thing is, like, like. My mom would sing it. The neighbor's mom would sing it. Like, it was like oh. it was, it the was mom's s- anthem. Saturday, Saturday, morning. Saturday morning. Saturday morning cleaning. Yes. As, as like, that was it's the a jam. black mother thing. Saturday morning <laughs> cleaning. Just, just if you know you're waking up, you can't wake Especially up. Especially the moms who can't really sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're so convinced they can. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they start screaming to the top of their voices, like, in a different key. <laughs> <laughs> a key that doesn't exist. Exi- <laughs> You got it right there. <laughs> so straight on to the 70s. First of all, we have Dancing Queen by ABBA. Mm. So this was, I think everybody loves Dancing Queen. Everybody, yeah. yeah everyone loves Dancing Queen. So apparently ABBA is a Swedish band. I didn't yes. even know they were Swedish. You know, um, they, really? I didn't know that. They won they the like Eurovision. You know, That's how they became that, famous. No way. Mm-hmm. Now, hmm. I need to reconsider this Eurovision thing. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion yeah, yeah, was first yeah. on the Eurovision. Oh, I think everyone knows that one. Yeah. Um, so I knew about ABBA. Okay, so yeah. Dancing Queen was by the Swedish band ABBA. Dancing Queen was released on the 15th, on the 15th of August 1976 and is on their album Arrival. Dancing Queen topped the charts in over a dozen countries where it, where it spent 14 weeks at the top. Australia, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Germany, the UK, and various other countries, and Ireland also. It also topped the charts in the US, making ABBA's only number one of the Billboard Hot 100. Um, the song sold over three million copies. That's amazing! Like three million copies. Yeah. I don't think a song sells that much. Like no, maybe maybe it does. I Especially don't know. from a Swedish See, it band. It does, but not physical copies. It's downloads. Yes. Yeah, it's all down. No, that's but, but way cheaper as well. Oh, so downloads are cheaper. Yeah, you so don't that, make as so much money from the downloads. So that's what artists are complaining about that they don't make. Oh, and now people aren't really buying music per se; they're just streaming it. Yeah. yeah, and there there are easier ways to steal it now, you know, with yeah, the course, digital age, you know, because before you couldn't hack as much as that's why songs sold more than before, you know, and yeah. pe- people kind of had more of it, like it was a thing, you know. Oh my God, I'm gonna uh, I'm to go into the store and buy the CD, buy the CD and like yeah. you'd have it and like you'd like flip through the the cover. Yeah, and I used to that. be so excited. Yeah. yeah, like that excitement of listen, guys, I just bought 
um, who did I buy? Spice Girl. I, I just bought the Spice Girl CD. Yeah. But like no one's, and, no one's about and that. And the like. photographers had a big thing back then because there were so oh, many pictures. Yeah. Every single oh, yeah. song had a picture and everything. Yep. You know, no, yeah. so technology messed up a lot of people's financial state. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're going to go straight on to the song now. And when you get the chance, you are the dancing queen, young and sweet, only 17. Dancing queen, feel the beat from the tambourine. You can dance, you can dance, having the time of your life. See that girl, watch that scene, dig in the dancing queen. Okay. Um. Okay, so the next song we're going to talk about is from the 1980s, and it's Thriller by Michael Jackson. You don't even need to say the name. Just say Thriller. <laughs> Just say knows Thriller. Song you're like. Everyone knows. Um, it was released on November 2nd, 1983, to the album Thriller. That's very generic. As you do. <laughs> <laughs> As it does. And it, it it was actually the seventh top single from that album. So, so seven out of 12 songs. Went to number one hit. So I, 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 I thought he named it Trailer so that the album would sell. You know, people do that. That oh, the most, the song who sold, the, the song that sold the most would be well, the name of the album. Well, that's kind of like the, the standard that your hit is what, you know, that's what you call call the album. The, the album. Oh, okay. Yeah, that used to be a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. That's well, interesting. <laughs> so uh, the song sold over three million copies, as she just said. Um, we're just gonna go straight up to the song now. I can set the daylight, daylight night, and no one's gonna save you from the beat of the strike. You know it's daylight, daylight night. You're fighting for your life inside a can of thriller. So the next song we're gonna go into is the '90s, and it smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. So the song was released on September 10th, 1991, and it is from the album Nevermind. Um, you say that this song is like everybody's song. I think, it, no offense, I don't want to be like some racist or anything, but I think like it was everybody's song for white people. Um, <laughs> I'm just No, saying. because I said that it's kind of like every like teenage movie of that period. Has yeah, like it was in like every teenage like movie. Teen spirit, but so. this, this was around the time when, um, what's it called, the black people didn't have a significant amount of representation in movies, you know? So in the nineties, around that time. So that's when. <laughs> okay, hold no, on. I'm just saying. That's you when are looking at me like I I have never <laughs> heard this song. No <laughs> exactly. way! You've never heard so this song. So I may know it if it plays, but it's definitely not a. Yeah, that's, that's you're gonna know. Do you know who Kurt Cobain is? Yes. Yes, it's him. He's the lead it's singer him, of yeah. the band Nirvana. Huh. <laughs> no, no, right. If you listen to the song, you'd know it because like the, the thing, song yeah. is like so like iconic. Yeah, that's, Icon a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's and it has so song. many See, culture references. The fact that that you know that the song is iconic doesn't mean that we could relate to it or we had any. You know yeah. when you're like, oh, th that's my jam. It yeah. wasn't a that's my jam like song. Like that, like that. You know the Mary J. Blige, dun 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 dun, some something. You know that song. Let's get it popping. And all her moves, <laughs> all her moves. Yeah, every, every, yeah. That song, if you just hear it, because like everybody can relate with that and relate with their older. Don't even need to get like to the part where she's singing. You just hear the. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> you know what know. I mean? So that, that's no, like, no, I know what you mean. So that's when I say like when you say Nirvana was iconic. 
it was mostly for. Uh, I think it was a very good movie song though. Yeah, yes, it did it so is well. A really good movie song. Yeah. It yeah. was their only number one hit. They didn't yeah. have anything else. Wow. wow. Yeah, because I mean, he died then in 1996, yeah. so like there wasn't really anything. And, and, and at that time, there wasn't streaming. Yes. So yeah. people couldn't, you know, stream it to, to keep it up. Well, oh, okay. So digital age is actually a good and a see, bad thing, sort of. Each thing has. You see, it's just the way um, I, I was reading up on music, um, you know, and the times. There's a time when, you know, where there was no actual physical music. It was just, you know, doing radio. live shows. Mm. Yeah. And then radio came and people were like, oh, like, oh my God, this will cut out the, you know, people paying for shows because yeah. it's on radio. And then CD players came. So each new thing comes and it seems like, oh my God, this it is has, the end it of yeah. music. But you just need to, re, you know, reposition. Good your, and it's bad parts. Yourself, yeah. exactly. You know? And Regardless make the most of, of it. the fact that you can download things uh, online for free or something illegally, People, they're still loyal Beyonce fans who will mm -hmm. go out and make sure that they but you spend see now, their money to I buy that like song. I feel like since things like Spotify and Apple Music now have become so accessible, people don't necessarily yeah. feel the need to go and download because that's taking up space on your phone, first of all. No, yeah. When I, you could just go stream it. No, yeah, I you have know? an account. But then don't, don't, mm -hmm. don't the artists get a certain amount? Yeah, but you've got to be getting like minimum like a few million plays to be even making anything sensible off. Spotify, yeah. yeah, but yeah. they're making. Not, they're making that's why um, Taylor Swift had pulled her last album. For, yeah, because she wasn't making that crazy. Yeah, you're not making. Yeah. Not she really didn't really making need any. to. Like <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it was a good, you know, you know, stance or a good motion yeah. kind of thing. I mean, because she doesn't really need Spotify money, but <laughs> yeah, she's it's, she's like one of the artists that make money from downloads. Yeah. So, Taylor Swift also accidentally posted something on her iTunes, and the thing sold without being without it was just yeah. air. Oh, the wow. thing sold without nothing being on it, so you know, until then she she was like, oh, it's a mistake, and then she had to refund and then pull it the, pull it back. You know, it's so strange. Um, but also something that hashtag I, goals. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, there is also something that that is also very relevant about Nirvana while he, he's dead, and we could also talk about drugs. You know, because he he died from being overwhelmed by be, by drugs and the whole pop life and stuff like that, you know? Rock life. The yeah. whole rock life. And, you know, that's something also with people in college as well because there's there's such a pressure for you to, you know, try to forget whatever the situation is at that time. Instead of you to just think about that situation, get it solved immediately because people don't realize that drugs... Drugs don't take away your situation. When Temporary when you, fix. Yeah, because no, when, yeah. when you come back, that situation is still going still to be... Still there, yep. Still going to be there, and that's what a lot of these people didn't realize. And it's also about, like, they had this whole sex life. They were just sleeping with anything that had a hole. I'm just... No, it's, it's sort of the same thing with Freddie Mercury. I'm not trying to, like, shade anything or what's it called. But I feel like if... From what I've read, I don't know how true it is, but if Freddie Mercury was a bit um, not very loose... I think he'll still be alive today. I think maybe he wouldn't have gotten HIV and died or something like that, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, even if he was still alive and he had HIV, there's still there's such a stigma about HIV AIDS that they would have... I think his music wouldn't sell Especially that much. at that time. Especially, yeah, exactly, at, especially that time. at that time, yeah. Uh, I mean, there was there was a rumor that because human beings used to sleep with monkeys, that's why HIV came about. I don't know how true that is. Anyways, we're going to go straight on to the song Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana now.
Okay, back our our last and final song. Is it our last? No, the song before the end. Um, is Toxic by Britney Spears. I think everybody... You're toxic, I'm sipping. <laughs> <laughs> toxic it... was one of those songs that now, as an adult... Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what happened, but I was just on Google, and I went through the lyrics, and I'm like, oh <laughs> my gosh. I have been singing the wrong lyrics the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> I made up my own lyrics, and... But it you, was you know, such that, a good that was, song. That was the time that music books used to sell. Yes, yes, yes. That they'll write the yeah. lyrics in it. Yeah, literally, had, you, you go and you go out there and you look for the, and you literally fold the page and be going. Yo, da, 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 da. You're trying yeah. to learn I, the I, lyrics. I, 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 off the songs. When, when you buy the CD, you start. You know. Anyway, I think that was a highlight period for Britney Spears. Yeah, yes. she had a series of songs just before and just after, and she was literally booming everywhere. She was booming. Every little girl wanted to be her. To I some think that extent. was after a while. After a while, that she had a breakdown and she went yeah, to shave the head. Shortly yes. after, yeah. And yeah. everything. Uh, it, fame isn't easy, to be honest with you. It's really hard <laughs> from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I think the only person who can handle is Beyonce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to- toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> can I read now? <laughs> toxic. No comment. <laughs> there are other people. Okay, let me not say anything. Toxic by Britney Spears was released January 13, 2004 from her album In The Zone. Toxic attained worldwide success, reaching the top five in 15 countries. Wow. While topping the charts in Australia, Canada, Hungary, Ireland, Norway, and the UK. In the US, it became her fourth top 10 single. I, w- I, I would assume at this time she's, she's already had more. Oh, that's her. She's only had four top singles, yeah? Yeah. She's already had, like, Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah. And, you know, the iconic one. Yeah. So. Wait, which one was it that she wore the schoolgirl thing that everybody now wears for Halloween? Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, one yeah, more time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, oh wow, that was like I think her first one. The first like, one, yeah, really big, yeah. yeah. And she was really young then. Yeah, she was. Wow. Yeah, wasn't she like eighteen? Yeah. 19? Wow. Just yeah. seventeen or eighteen? Yeah, she was quite yeah. young. Christ. And yeah. she was. Oh well, I mean, what age did Rihanna start? She was, she was about. The Everybody same. forgets Rihanna was a child. Everybody actually forgets Rihanna was a child. That's true, actually. You know. I like, really liked her music in the beginning. Upon the replay and, and all those like yeah. like we like. It's yeah. the DJ. And um, then, and the good girl good went girl bad. Good girl went bad. And she really so. went bad, you know? <laughs> so. Anyways, uh, so straight on to the song now. We're going to play the song for you guys now. song from the countdown in the 2010 is Rolling in the Deep by Adele. <laughs> that's, that's not the song, you know. I she don't doesn't like the song. You don't like the song? See, I am a big Adele fan, but I, like, I cannot deal. See, one of the bad things about radio is that they kill music. They yeah. Do. Literally, yeah. everywhere you turn, rolling in the... Like, guys, guys, we get it. We get it. We, we genuinely we, <laughs> we get it we're all rolling in the deep at this point every radio station every couple of minutes I, I mean it's the same thing as um, John Legend's um, All of All Me, of me. Yeah. Oh, and I got it lyric, that exactly song. lyrically it's a beautiful it's song a beautiful but when song, it's been know? overplayed and over I agree. and over and then there's hip hop remixes and I'm like dude yeah. dude come on 
<laughs> that's a weird thing and people start playing remixes doing remixes and doing this wash and doing and then they start I've heard some weird remixes in clubs before like some really weird and you're going remixes. there and you're like wait do I dance to this like I'm just like but there are other songs though you know there are actually other songs that you could play and make I know there's songs that are designed for the club rolling yes. in the deep is not one of them it's weird but they they actually made it work I don't know if they made it work I don't go to the yes club. but then it takes away it, well in my opinion it takes away from the actual song of what you it know, is you know all of me rolling in the deep these are emotional songs and when you're then putting to the song it takes away the emotional aspect yeah from the song it's working for her because she's the highest selling artist in America yeah oh wow female artist so you want to Tell us more about her. Um, yeah, it was released on November 29th, 2010 to her album 21, which was, I think was the first big album for her because I don't think many yeah, people had 19. listened to 19. Yeah, yeah. Like it was the I first album that like, after gave her particular claim. I actually only joking. heard of 19 after 21. Me sold. too. Yeah. yeah. Me too. And she, yeah, it was uh, reached up uh, number one in 11 countries. I don't think anyone is surprised. No. <laughs> actually, I think anyone she's the is highest surprised? Sold, highest selling digital artist. In female artists in America, million, yeah, uh, seven point six million copies, copies sold. Wow. digital. Wow, yeah. goals right there. <laughs> no, right. right there. So we're gonna go straight on to the song now. I'm sure everybody knows. I don't even need to introduce the song. No. So, just in case you've been hearing someone talking and you're just joining us, my name again is Anita Arinze, Laura Kalea, and we have a guest today, Nancy Grayo. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Be your own super fan, you know? Yes. Uh, so, um, hello. Hey. How are you? Hey. Good. Am I on the hot seat now? Yes, you're on the hot seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> So um so let's just go straight into the question. So how, what um what made you go into music particularly? Mm. So I, I've always sang, I've always written music, but um I think going into it professionally was I have a lot of friends who are probably in their early forties, some in their fifties, and it's been great in a sense where I've listened to a whole lot of oh my god. In my days, I used to do this, and I coulda, shoulda, woulda been this. <laughs> but what? So you said it, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know what? Yes, I had my issues with music in terms of I never really felt like I was good enough. But I'm like, I don't want to look back and for, you know, at 45 or 50 and go, oh, what if I had tried it? What mm -hmm. if it had worked for me? It's better, if, it's better to it's try better to have and tried fail. and say, listen, at this age, I gave it everything I had. Yeah. I got this far or I gave it everything I had, it didn't work, and then I moved on, then looking back in regret, like, I yeah. done exactly, that, you know? I should've, I could've, but I didn't. Mm. Should've, woulda, could've. <laughs> <laughs> so but how I didn't old are you that. since you're having friends in the 40s? I am <laughs> 24, going on 25. Oh wow, you're young. Um, and that's, that's cool, you're starting young as well. Um, Technically speaking, I'm actually starting quite old because labels generally would, uh, would labels would, would consider me old. old, depending, yeah. You think so? Yeah. 
a lot of people would be more position, inclined to sign somebody who's 17, 18, 19, 20 at the most because they can, in a sense, for example, back to Rihanna, they yeah. can mold and shape you into what they think well, is lady, sellable. Lady Gaga started um, musicals. Yes, like but I'm saying the, the general consensus. But I think one thing about Lady Gaga is because she was different. That was one of the reasons why she really sold and dressing with meat and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um. So then that's how you got into music, basically. So how did you go? Are you signed to a label now? Nope, not signed. So you're just I'm doing it all by independent, yourself. Yeah. So um, enlighten us uh, that we don't know much. What does being signed to a label enable you? to do like what's the big deal about being signed the big about being signed is that labels have connections so for example now I am individually having to email radio stations and send emails and if you're signed to a label they have you know mails that they have DJs and all who get emails of songs from them already so to a certain extent you're guaranteed radio play you're guaranteed your you know videos being played yeah so and then if they have bigger names they can just go actually you know what do you want to go on tour with next month yeah sure there you go Oh, okay. So then you're able to, in a sense, latch and do they, onto. Do they cover financial oh, yeah. aspects for oh, you yeah. as well? So studio time is paid for, flights are paid for, hotels are paid. So they invest a whole lot of money in you, in you up front. And you're getting a certain percentage of. Now, the percentage you're actually getting is very small when it comes back because they they need to recover all that they spent on you. All that they spent on you first and then still take a percentage from your music. Okay. So they're taking back right. what they've put in and still taking back money from what, what you've made so made, what's actually right? left of that after you've repaid your loan and then they, they, you know, they're still taking their cut is very small well, and but, but when you get to a certain level because that's when I hear that labels get like 10-15% uh, yeah, I think Phil you have to get to a certain level for them to start taking yes but how many people are actually have gotten to that point where their music has made them enough money to repay the loan that they're yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. but you still think it's more worth being signed to a label even though you're not making that much for the start if I'm honest personally I'm not looking to get signed at the moment okay um, I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't see on the front end for example look back in the last maybe like 10 years and you can always remember somebody who had one song and you loved it yeah and that was it mm. that so is true where'd it go and obviously we being on the outside go oh yeah they're lazy or it's a one hit wonder people are being tied into contracts and that they can't get that they can't so basically most times they sign you for a five year or a five album five albums is maybe about 10 15 years down the line but if they're at that time you're excited because oh i'm getting signed into but the onus is on them to push you so you, you could have actually recorded five albums material if they choose not to promote it if they go, actually, you know what? We have just signed Beyonce, so all our time and our funding is going to her. You have no option but to sit on the back bench and wait. Oh wow, I didn't wow. know that. Yeah, so okay. you can't, you cannot do anything. You're not really, in, you're not in charge of your creative content. That's why, um, what's his name, Frank Ocean was quiet for, for a long time. You know, oh, okay. And that's why you know. So 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 now he's released an album to fulfill his contract with them, and then the next day brings out a second album by himself because now he's out of that. I know, I know that Michael Mar- and Michael M- Mark Ronson and what's the yeah. guys that yeah. I'm talking yeah. about, they, they self-produced themselves, yeah. you know? They yeah. did their album Like even, what's his name? Um, Chance the Rapper. He's not signed. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So now what people are not doing is they 
are not with labels they get in they they pair up with a you know a company to d- distribute their music mm-hmm. so okay. maybe you know yeah so just like and to, i heard that he puts his music for free as well yeah he makes money from from what's it called from concerts from shows yeah so his music is free so the best way to actually make money is live shows and merchandise being sold at live shows or like you know so like the hats and the t-shirts and that's where the real money comes in because you're not repaying back any loan to any Mm. big company you know and most time you're just paying for the space exactly okay that's really interesting but Um, I think for, 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 for me the biggest aspect is me having control over my creative content because because right now I'm not known, I'm not a big name or anything, somebody signing me could say, okay, you have a great voice, but they're buying into the product and they can go, we want to redesign you as a pop star. Okay. And, and that's not who you that's are. That's not who I am. So what would you call your genre? My genre is jazz and soul. Okay. okay. Now somebody can go, oh, she sings well. Why don't we, you know, put her in a bikini and make her sing folk songs? <laughs> <laughs> But listen, labels do this. And, and that's why, you know, sometimes you see somebody who maybe there's a random video on YouTube of them singing their own music and then they get signed and they're doing something completely different. But someone I know that they didn't change at all was Alicia Carr. Yeah. She, you know Alicia Carr? Yeah. And she was like, she was so happy because she's she's not a very girly girl. She doesn't like wearing makeup. But she already came with a really big following before. Yeah, she that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So... For example, if somebody right now comes to sign Chance the Rapper, they're signing him as the brand. Yeah. They're signing him with everything he's got. Not to, they're not coming to say, okay, he doesn't what, need them. What, exactly. What can we change here? No, he, he's already found his audience. He's found his target market. He's proven that what he's chosen to do is selling already. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. hoping to grow my following and my brand to that point where whoever's coming in is going, yeah, we're taking NC Gray for what she currently does. Yeah. We're not trying to make any changes. Oh, grand. <laughs> so what other artists or brands influence you, would you say? Um, you I listen to... You? <laughs> not yet, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a lot of old school music, so I love the 1920s, 1930s. Oh, wow. The Etta James, um, Louis Aretha Armstrong, Franklin? Aretha Franklin. Okay. You know, so I love old school Motown yes. sound, you know. That's what you would find on my playlist quite a lot. But then people who are quite recent, Jill Scott, I'm a big, big, big. I actually have, Mm. like, I need to, so on my vision board, it's on there. So I need to open for her. How? I don't really know. But (laughs) I am going to open up for Jill Scott at some concert. You know, I'm like, so listen, see, you guys need me to bubble wrap her so nobody kills her (laughs) before the time because everybody's (laughs) dying now. But um, yeah, big fan of Jill Scott, Lauren Hill, you know, people who are really into their soul music. So how hard would you say it is to get into the music scene in Ireland? Hmm. The music scene here is quite new. Yeah. So people are not really sure what to make of it per se. Um... I wouldn't say it's easy. I won't say it's hard. I think there's just, you know, you just need to push quite a lot. It's more of the big fish in the small pond kind of thing. So it's hard to get seen. Mm -hmm. But once people kind of notice you, it sticks because there aren't that many people doing you know, well, especially in my genre, there aren't that many. I was gonna say there's a lot of indie bands. Yeah, there's a lot of indie bands here. I noticed a whole lot of of indie bands. So it's a relatively new scene. we're only recently starting to get this, you know, the support of Irish radio stations. So things are moving forward. Yeah. Uh, slowly but surely, we're getting there. Okay. Would you say it's any harder as a person of color? 
in Ireland that's a predominantly white country? I think in general, if we're going to call a spade a spade, wherever you are, you know, it's going to be just that bit, you know, that bit harder because people are not really sure, you know, I don't know. It's because we're not that many black people doing music in Ireland in in the first place. Yes. You know, because I remember, you know, speaking to a lady from First Contact Music who, you know, her defense was, we don't even know where to find you guys. What? <laughs> oh, wow. You know, wow. No, because, you know, somebody... It's like they're in their own circle. Because and somebody had, mm. you know, had accused her of, oh, your first contact music and you're supposed to be, you know, helping out musicians, but you're not helping out those of color. And she's like, we don't even know where to find you guys, which is very true because we're not coming to, you know, the music conferences, you know, that they're doing and, you know, music talks. We're not, you know, it's only recently that we're starting to come to music colleges in the first place, Mm. you know, so Mm. we're not really actively seeking out the help and they're not seeking us. Yeah. So one end, one end needs to... Would you say they're not seeking help because they're scared? Because I I know a lot of people, because when I first came here and I was applying for jobs, a lot of people tell me, ha, you're black. It's very hard before they'll give you a job because you're black, blah, blah. See, I don't necessarily support that notion because I, I mean, <laughs> you know, so I was born and raised I- in London and I've, you know, seen racism there. I have friends who live in the States. Wherever you're going to be, there's going to be people who are racist and there are going to be those who are not. Mm-hmm. And then they're, g- 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 you know, and then there's those who are not racist. They're just a bit unsure. So they mm. just need to meet you. Yeah. And then that just tips them off the edge so you being you you being a person of, of color should not deter you because if you're gonna knock on a hundred doors one will open yeah yeah and you know what i'm saying <laughs> so, ju- so it's not it's not that different from like everyone else yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and you you were saying something about growing up in england where, yes. where are you originally from so i'm originally nigerian okay um, I, I live in nigeria for I about mm, eight years so yeah. I moved, so I was very stubborn in school. I got into a lot of trouble. We're in secondary school together, guys, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I got into a lot of trouble in school, and my mom goes, you know what, I'm going to ship you off to Nigeria and get you some African home training. And, yep, I went to Nigeria for secondary school. Oh, wow. Yep. That must have been a big shock for you. <laughs> oh, no wonder, because I, I felt like there was a difference in you from every other city that was in secondary school, because they were all very mean um i'm not saying you were mean but they were all hey. <laughs> they were all just meaner and you were just like, i'm not about this life no not really but she was older she's, she's older than you yeah, yeah. she's older than you're me. always like a bit like to the younger kids anyway so i mean like even here yeah everybody yeah. has a little bit of yeah. attitude yeah. <laughs> yeah um okay so thank you so much for coming is there any other thing you want to let us know about you uh, like, oh, yeah, like where, where we can find your music, things like that, social media. So on every social media handle, you find me at the NC Gray, so T-H-E-N-C Gray. The website is www.thencgray.com. So once you type in the NC Gray, everything <laughs> else just follows from there. Um, just Google her, guys. <laughs> just, just Google NC Gray. Um, my next show is next week, Tuesday, the 6th of December. I'm playing a show in the Wheelands in town. It is free entry. City Center Dublin. City Center okay. Dublin, yeah. Um, doors open at half eight. And I think the best part of, of the show, for me anyways, that not only is it free entry, but for those who actually get there at half eight, there's donuts. Like, oh wow! You should open come with that. On. Open with that. Free donuts, guys. Free, free entry with free donuts. Come on. So 
So looking forward to seeing you I guys there. Should, I think we should go there. We <laughs> yeah, have, me too. We don't have too me much money. Even if it's just for the donuts. That's the icing on top. So what song do you, would you like us to end with? So uh, my latest single is called Choose Me. Okay. Okay. So listen and uh, yeah, enjoy. So it's that's it for our show, guys. Our next show is on the 14th of December. Be sure to tune in. I hope you enjoyed our music special. And please leave comments if you like this and if you want us to repeat it again. So here is it, Choose You by N.C. Gray. See you later, guys. Enjoy. Choose me Choose to love me Can I be your one and only I was designed to be by your side Not waiting in line for you to decide Maybe you're not mine Cause you're wasting time I am not one to be insecure Tell me now and let me shut the door Have you found your score? Or do you need more? Love is all I need to set me free. Love is all I need to feel completely made. And if it's not from you, someone else will do this a cue. Stop aside. And if you cannot decide, do not. choose to lose me I will not be you're one of many touch my mind before what's inside I'm waiting for forever not one night get beneath the surface it's guaranteed to be worth it love my mind my body let your guard down, let me take control Give it all to me only Give it all to me only Love is all I need To set me free Love is all I need To feel completely made And if it's not from you, someone else Love puts you first, top of mind Doesn't get bored and run you wild It's meant to stand the test of time Love is secure, I'm yours, you're mine It makes a choice, it's no surprise It feels like when the stars align
Touch my mind before what's inside I'm waiting for forever, not one night Get beneath the surface It's guaranteed to be worth it Love my mind Hi, you're listening to TGIS 